Wake up. Wake up. It's time to get in the zone. Zone. The Race Rat Podcast talks about everything and with anyone to help you grow your brand and business. Here's your host, Evan Shepard. Hello, everyone, and I want to welcome you back to another episode of the Race Rat Podcast. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about how you can actually utilize stock options in somewhat of a beneficial way to your long-term investing strategy. Um, I know I've made a lot of episodes recently kind of about stock options, but really the reason for that is because the options market has actually taken over as far as market capitalization, the actual buy and hold owning shares market, which is quite a ridiculous thing. The popularity that options has gotten with the introduction of Robinhood and other sort of more retail oriented apps. Um, So I wanted to make an episode about that today where I can talk about the dangers of typical stock options um, trading and how you can actually modify it in a way to actually let it benefit you uh, in the long run. So if you're new to the podcast, welcome. On this podcast, we basically talk about how you can leverage your money, um, you know, your hard-earned money from your job or your business, and and really use that to empower yourself through investing so that you can really create a life later on down the line that's really full of not only more financial freedom, but also social freedom, right? There's no point in trying to invest and save all this money when you can't enjoy it and, um, really reap the rewards of it with the people that you care about the most. Um, So if you're new, uh, welcome. I would really appreciate uh, all of you if you have the time, if you could leave a five-star rating on the podcast or an awesome review. That's really what helps the podcast grow um, and helps us rank on all those different Apple charts and everything like that. So uh, thank you if you're new, and I hope you enjoy. Um, So getting right into this episode, we're going to be talking a little bit more about stock options so if you haven't if you don't really know what stock options are i really recommend that you would probably listen to um some of my earlier episodes uh just look for the the ones called stock options or whatever um those will give you basically more insight as to what a stock option contract is um but i'll just give you a brief rundown real quick if you kind of remember what it was basically an options contract is basically a contract that you pay a premium for and um, in return, you get the buying power and the leverage behind about 100 shares of a company and uh, using a significantly different amount, um, not having to have as much margin or uh, money in order to use that, right? Like if you were to purchase, say, 100 shares of Snapchat, right? If you were to purchase 100 shares of Snapchat, it would cost you over $2,000, whereas you could purchase an options contract for you know hundreds of dollars and be able to basically effectively use leverage it's a leveraged uh tool um and as a result your wins can be a lot higher but also your losses can be significantly bigger as well and the thing i really want to focus on in today's episode is just a lot of people when they think of stock options are really short-term thinking right they buy options that expire the same week sometimes they do it on the same day those are called lottos um And they really use options as kind of like a day trading mechanism, right? Like they think, I'm going to buy this options contract because this stock is going up. So I'm going to use leverage to try to uh, increase my gains while the stock is hot. And as a result, it usually leads them to losing a lot of money. Um, The reality is, is that 90% of options contracts expire worthless. 
now I understand that that statistic is all the way to expiration. Um, I, I think it's 50 to 60% of all options contracts bought are sold before expiration. So these are the people that are leveraging these contracts in order to kind of just trade them and not really use them uh, to get exercised. Uh, when an options contract gets exercised, that usually means that you are required to either purchase um, shares or sell shares at a specific price, depending if you bought a call or a put. Um, but the reality is, um, you know, most people are going to be trading stock options. But the problem with this, right, and I've explained this in many Instagram posts, I've explained this in multiple episodes of mine, that the broker is the house. You have to think of it almost as gambling, really. The broker is going to be the house, right? They're going to be the 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 edge they're always going to have a benefit of you purchasing a stock option and from the moment you purchase one you're already less likely to win so basically when you buy stock options what a lot of people think is they buy an options contract at a certain price and you know let's say the stock is trading at twenty dollars and they buy a twenty two dollar call option on a on a uh, a stock what they basically make the assumption is okay is okay i have 100 shares if this option contract goes, if the stock goes to $22, then I'm going to make the $2 profit per share times 100 and make $200 on my money. So all I have to do is be right that the stock goes up and I'll make my money. And that's absolutely not the case. There's so many things that play in effect in stock options. Number one, volatility. There's this one thing called implied volatility that basically means, hey, the options contract basically expects that there can be a move of, any, of X amount of percentage at any point. Um, usually depending on the contract in the shorter term, that's going to be a much higher implied volatility. And then in the shorter, in the long term, it's going to be a much lower volatility. You also have something called theta decay, which basically means that per day, you're going to have to pay a percent or a portion. Um, the Basically, the options contract is going to lose value at a certain rate every day. So if the theta, let's say the theta is 0.1, that means every single day that you have the contract, you're basically going to be losing um 10, I believe it's 10 cents. It could be $10. I, I really don't remember um, in value on the contract that day. Uh, I believe it's 10 cents. So say you were to hold um, an options contract that you bought for, uh, say, $3. Okay. And remember, all this stuff is, is multiplied by 100. So say, so it's really going to be a $3 option contract is really going to be a $300 buy, but it has a, a 0.1 theta decay. Well, 0.1 times 100 is going to be $10. So that basically means, hey, your option has to go up $10 in value every single day. Otherwise, you're going to be losing to theta decay. Um, another thing is just that option sellers really have a benefit behind this. They're betting on your contracts to go to zero so that they can collect the premium and keep their shares behind the option contract. So obviously, as you can understand, there are a lot of things that are going against people that trade options, right? You have to time the market perfectly, which is very difficult considering that you know 70 to 80% of all volume in the stock market is computer-generated trading uh, every single day. Uh, you know, people at Citadel and Morgan and, and Goldman and everything like that, you know, they all have algorithms that are that are basically doing the trading for them. And so you can't, you know, you can't think like an algorithm, you're a human being, you're emotional. And, um, you know, you just can't perfectly time the market. Basically, what these algorithms do is they, uh, you know, they search for news, basically. Um, that comes out every day. And that's why you get when news comes out, you get really hard sells and SPY. 
and you know on specific companies it's because these algorithms basically are able to scan the internet identify certain keywords identify if it's good or bad and buy or sell shares based on that in a split second before you even recognize or get a notification on your phone that you got a tweet where there's news or something like that and so i really tell people uh, you know, I'm not a financial advisor. This isn't financial advice, but I really, in my, in my own personal ex- opinion, at least, I really emphasize not really getting involved in stock options. It's a great way to think you're going to get rich quick and then lose a lot of money very quickly, um, especially if you're trading them and especially if you're trading them close to expiration where they fluctuate, you know, 40, 50 percent in a day on a one percent move. Um, it's really not a smart idea. Um, and chances are, you know, it's already hard enough to, to bet that a stock is going to go in the direction that you think it is. Um, and it's, it's another thing when you have so many different elements of theta decay and volatility and all those other things that affect price or market makers and everything that there's already so much going against you. But I wanted to not make this episode about warning you up specifically about stock options, but rather how you can actually use them to your benefit. And so, as I mentioned, you know, for the past five minutes, I really, really, I choose at least not to trade or invest in short-term dated options that are expiring a week, two weeks, a month out, just because all of those things against me, you know, you have a month is really not a lot of time in the market, but what you can do to significantly decrease your risk, um, and use, and use margin basically, um, limit your downside risk and be able to you know maximize profits is using something called leaps so leaps are basically a stock option contract that are over a year out so i'm talking a leap right now would be something that would expire after august in 2021 um and how you can really leverage those into actually um using it to benefit your long-term portfolio so basically what that means is Obviously, this is an options contract that is going to be very, very far out. And as a result of that, theta decay, right, the amount that you have to pay per day for your option to keep your options contract is minimal because it's an exponential curve, right? It significantly increases once it's 90 days, 60 days, 30 days, a week, a day from expiration. Um, it's theta and all that, all those other Greeks significantly uh, hurt you the closer they are to expiration, but when they're so far away, they have an almost minimal effect. Um, and so what you can really do is you can use leaps, which are, like I said, it's the same thing. It's a, also an options contract that is over a year out, and you can actually use these to function at least for about a year as long-term shares in your portfolio without having to put up a significant amount of upfront capital. Um, basically what this means is say say you only had $100 in your account, right? And you wanted to bet that in the next year that you think, um, you know, I can think of a leap in my Roth IRA is Coca-Cola. So I have, I think I have $65 Coca-Cola January 2022 leaps. And basically what that means is I bought, you know, at the time, Coca-Cola was trading at about $45. It's about $49 right now. Um, and I think each options contract for the $65 strike was something about something somewhere around maybe $0.45 cents per share, obviously meaning that each contract was about $45. 
Um, and I'm basically using that without having to put the upfront capital needed to purchase 100 shares of Coca-Cola. Um, obviously, you're not going to reap the benefit. Um, it's not equivalent to having 100 shares. You were purchasing the contract that would allow you to purchase 100 shares. So that's, you know, you can't get that mixed up. You can't purchase a leap um, and expect that when the stock goes from $45 to $46, you're going to make $100. That's not how it works. What you're purchasing is the ability, if you wanted to, if to ride that contract to expiration to purchase 100 shares at $65 in 2022, which is great if the stock continues to go up, right? If you had, you know, to purchase 100 shares at $65, um, you're going to need $6,500 in capital to do that, right? And it's a great way to get discounts if you're right. Like say in 2022, Coca-Cola is trading at $80 by the time of expiration. If I wanted, I purchased a contract that would allow me to buy 100 shares at $65 and make a $1,500 profit off of purchasing that contract, right? Um, but another thing you can do, and this is the main thing that I want to focus on, is how you can use that to, to make good returns on your money with minimal downside risk um, because of uh, theta decay and the option being so far from expiration, um, how you can really use that as a leverage to um, make a, a good amount of money, make a higher percentage on your money. Like right now, I probably purchased those options contracts um, maybe about a month ago, and I'm already up 20% of my money just by Coca-Cola moving up uh, like $4 per share. So what does that mean, right? Like, so I put a, um, an amount of money into that options contract that I was willing to lose and was willing for it to go to zero. Um, and as a result, I know that I know what my max loss is. It's not like you're in a you know a stock and the market's in the middle of a decline and you kind of have to just wait for it to go back up and you just watch it every single day like declining, declining, not knowing how much more you're going to lose, right? Or um, you know, how much longer it's going to take until everything recovers. And so what you can do, what's beneficial about an options contract, you can take an amount of money that you're willing to lose, okay? This is going to be a significantly less amount of money than a typical uh, person would invest in shares. And what you can do is you can take a smaller amount of money, limit your downside risk, and reap the benefits of uh, basically making a higher percentage return on your money. Um and I was thinking about this the other day, you know, by the time that, you know, if it, if the Coca-Cola actually gets to, you know, say $65 by 2022, which I think it has a good shot at doing, given that the previous all-time high was like 60 bucks, um, I think that I'm very, it's a very real possibility that I can make three to four times my money uh, using a minimal downside risk, Um so that's really the benefit of using leaps. And if you're somebody with a good amount of money in your account and you see a hot stock, um, you know, you can really use that to your advantage in order to be able to, um, you know, further benefit your portfolio and get them at cheaper prices, right? Um, a, hot, a stock that I'm really hot on is Redfin. I really, really love Redfin. I think they're really disrupting the real estate market. They're really putting, you know, agents in trouble, unfortunately, um, because they're able to offer, you know, basically person-to-person -person real estate sales um, and for half the commission. Um, 
that is normally required of you know a typical real estate agent and it just really limits the risk and makes home buying easier something that's disruptive to the market that's the kind of stocks that i really love and so for me you know if if i let's say i had the capital right now to i think redfin's trading between 45 and 50 dollars right um i would be somebody right now that would 1000 percent get in redfin leaps and the reason for that is is because I think it's a company that's going to continue to grow, okay? And what I can do is I can purchase an options contract now that will go up in value um, as long as the stock continues to go up um, and it surpasses my strike price. Um, a great way to use leaps is to really, um, it's going to cost you a lot of upfront capital, um, but a great way to, to use leaps is to actually just buy them below the current price of the stock. So say Redfin was trading at 46, you just buy a $45 strike. Um, and then what happens is obviously as the stock continues to go up, the value of your option is going to continue to go up. And say Redfin went to $70 by 2022, uh, you can not only is the option contract going to expire in the money and you're going to make a profit on the actual options contract, you're actually going to be able to exercise it if you want and buy the 100 shares at $45 instead of $70. And obviously, you're going to make a ton of money there as well. So that is how people that uh, are really good with speculating uh, are able to utilize options to their advantage, right? This is why, um, you know, Warren Buffett, uh, Berkshire Hathaway makes about four to five billion dollars every year on options, and it's not because Warren is out here de de trading, you know, Robin Hood stock options every single day. It's because Buffett is selling put options, um, and as I've mentioned this in my videos before. Um, Selling options is really where the money is. Those people that have the shares and are willing to, you know, collect premium on them, a great thing to sell is put options. And the reason is the market, you know, for a hundred years has historically, except for you know per certain periods, has gone up. So you know, you can all those people that are bearish and that are quite frankly pretty pretty bad at the market, um, that are betting on the price of a stock to go down. Um, you can sell put options to them, collect premium, and then in the event that you sell a put option and um, it expires not in your favor, meaning that it expired um, below your strike price for a put option, you can then exercise that put option by um, by shares at that um, you know that lower strike price, and then just wait for the market to go back up and profit off of that as well. Um, so I know this episode wasn't super long. Uh, I just wanted to talk a little bit about, um, you know, why why it's just a really bad idea to be using stock options um, in the short term, just because of the volatility and the risk. It's just really not worth it. I mean, you you hear countless stories. Search Dave Ramsey day trading, and I promise you, there's going to be. Um, you know, multiple videos about people that got sold this idea that they should take grandpa's inheritance money of three to five hundred thousand dollars and instead of investing it and becoming, you know, a multimillionaire in 20 years, they decided to, you know, day trade because they're sold this idea that they have to get in and out of the market or they sold this idea that they can earn a living day trading every single day. And the reality is some people can, the people with the capital, uh, you know, six-figure accounts that um, you know are able to be consistently profitable trading futures or shares 
uh, yeah, those guys are day traders, but it's because they have a good amount of money, they understand what they're doing, and they're not, you know, selling themselves this dream. When in reality, the the most beneficial thing, and also those day traders are not idiots, and they're not putting their entire, uh, you know, life savings into trading. They're putting a lot of their money, um, you know, into long-term investing as well and using the remainder to live off of it. Um, and the reality is, is that so many p- people get fooled by all those, you know, guys that are 20 years old that, that couldn't find a job after high school that are going to sell them a forex pyramid scheme or you know something along the lines of here let me let me charge you to teach you how to day trade um you know the first thing i really got to say to those people is if you were really good at what you do you wouldn't be charging people to teach them you would be using your own money or you would be using other people's money in order to you know really you know create some sort of hedge fund or um (laughs) you know your own capital company or something like that um, people that have to teach you how to, um, you know, trade and charge you for it. Um, you know, I'm sure there's some legitimate people out there, but most of them, um, you know, you have to question what are their motives and everything like that. And, um, you know, a, a great thing that I read in a book um, about a year ago, I don't remember what the book was called, but the author was Nathan Lotka. And um, he had uh, written about how uh, back in the mid 1800s, when there was a gold rush in California, the most money was made by the people selling pickaxes, the merchants that were able to catch the people coming from you know other states and that were traveling and, and picking up their entire lives in, in order to strike gold. Uh, most of the people that made a ton of money in the gold rush were the people that were selling dreams to people, um, selling them the pickaxes and the tents and everything like that. Um, and those people then, you know, using it to ch- hopefully try and find gold, the majority of them not finding it, going broke and having to move back or, you know, work in factories or whatever. Um, so you have to be really, really cautious. Um, and that's why I really don't emphasize day trading, especially when it comes to stock options, especially when it's a leveraged product, and especially when it's something that the odds are really against you. Now, edge in the market. I talk about this a lot. You have to find an edge in the market and your edge in the market can be, um, you know, evaluating good companies, expecting them to grow and then using them to purchase leaps instead of those really close to expiration options contracts. Um, And basically you can use options to benefit your long-term shareholding portfolio. Um, You can use it to benefit in the short term, limit your downside risk and, and be able to profit off of the contract itself but then actually exercise those options to be able to purchase shares at a reduced price is ultimately the goal. Your goal should not be to, um, you know, build your account strictly by trading options. Your goal should be to be able to afford more shares of a company at a significantly lower price and continue to hold that for the long term so that you can really build a substantial amount of wealth instead of um, you know, not utilizing compound interest and, and really taking a, a significant amount of risk, uh, especially if you're buying options contracts that are close to expiration, um, which will ultimately, ultimately hurt majority of the people. Now, there are people out there who have probably become millionaires trading options, um, but you would be foolish to think that those people are con- going to continue to YOLO a million dollars into an options account to try to turn it into five, ten million dollars. No, the people they're t- they're taking a significantly 
smaller amount of risk. So they're going to take, you know, a few thousand dollars of a million dollar account and they might try to, you know, have some options plays and the rest of it's going to be in long term shareholding. I mean, ultimately, if you know that the market for 100 years has pretty much just gone up and continues to do so because companies find a way to make more revenue, be more profitable, then you want to own a portion of those companies. You don't want to own something that gives you the ability to purchase those companies. That's that's your pickaxe. Um, and those option sellers are, are the people that are selling the pickaxes to you, right? Because everybody's, you know, heard of Wall Street bets or, you know, some other options trading story where some kid turned a thousand dollars into eighty thousand dollars and everybody wants to just hit that home run but the reality is is that if you want to become financially successful you don't go out on a whim and try to hit a home run um you know day in and day out and fail and fail and fail you you build it brick by brick uh you find a way to to humble yourself be more patient and and find an edge in the market that allows you to basically um, you know, find a way to uh, create an income. I always talk about building your own pension when you're later in life, right? You want to build the foundation for wealth so that ultimately you have enough money in your account to where you are pulling money out for retirement and you're living on that, but yet your money continues to work for you, give you an income every single year and allow you to basically live a life um, that you want to live and be hopefully also be able to pass some some down to uh you know future family and everything like that so i hope this episode was insightful for you guys um if you have any more questions about leaps how they work um please feel free to reach out to me on instagram at the race rat podcast be happy to answer any questions for you um so i hope this episode was insightful please 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 remember do not be trading options that are short to expiration um, you should bet, your focus should not be on uh, purchasing contracts that go up in value. Your per, your your focus should be on buying good strike prices on leaps so that you can actually be able to buy shares of a company at a significantly lower price uh, later in the future. So thank you all so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed and I'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to another kick-ass episode of the Race Rat Podcast. Make sure to leave an awesome review and follow us on social media if you enjoyed. Now get off your phone because it's time to work.